T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If we don't win, they might as well cut off the oxygen. Because we have to win, and for whatever reason... We're a little bit disjointed right now. So when I need answers, I go to a national champion. I go to a man that understands what it's like to win. And I had to go to the Bulldog himself, Kedrick Golston. Bulldog, I don't know if you're like me, man, but I'm like George Allen, the old head coach of the Burgundy and Gold. And he said every time they lose, it's like an organ. He loses an organ, a major organ in his system. And the only way he can regenerate that organ is to win. And right now, dude, it's been almost a month since we've tasted victory. What do you see, and how do we get a victory? You know, Doc, um, you know, you tie going into the bye week, you know, and for some reason, you know, everybody, you know, thought we were going to come out that following week and just – you know, blow New York out the water and we end up losing that football game. And then, you know, you head out to San Fran on Christmas Eve and play a 49ers team, you know, regardless of their record or even though they're doing well, it was going to be a tough task. You know, I, you know, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, um, you know, this team's margin for error was very small. You know, it, the, winning those six out of seven, the defense was playing lights out. You know, they were creating turnovers on special teams, defensive line, you know, all three of them playing at a, a, a all-pro, Pro Bowl-type type level. And, um, you know, you went up against somebody in Kyle Shanahan, 49ers offense that, you know, used your rules against you and, um, you know, went out there and just kind of stayed the course and, and, and allowed you to make the mistakes to open up the doors in order for them to get a convincing win out there in, in, in San Fran. So, you know, the taste is bad in everybody's mouth because we went from, you know, one and one and four start to rolling off six in a row and, and you know, feeling like you had a chance going into any stadium, you know, any day of the week. But as you see, you know, it, it's what you've done for me lately. And, and the past three weeks haven't been good for the commanders. Well, but, but how do we fix it? We saw that I, I was impressed – with our ability to go toe-to-toe with Godzilla in his backyard. And I thought we had a chance to dictate some things. Now, it didn't work out, but I didn't feel like we were overmatched. I didn't feel like we were dominated. I felt like we let opportunities get away and we didn't force the issue. No, no, absolutely. You know, um, you know when you're playing against teams like that, that, that have the pedigree, um, you know, you have to take advantage of opportunities. You know, like they did. You know, it was like you said, it was a heavyweight fight, toe to toe, and um, you know, they came out the third quarter, and I believe, you know, next two possessions they scored offensively. You know, and so, you know, it's tough when 
you're not getting the production you need out of the quarterback position. You know what I mean? Because at a certain point, listen, we both understand what running the ball means, not only for your offense, but for your defense, for the tone of your team, for what you want to be as a football team. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to throw the ball um, when you go against better teams. And, and, and that's what I believe they forced Washington to do. And so, um, you know, obviously they went to Carson to try to figure out a spark, but you have to be able with the receivers that we have in the passing game, you have to be able to use those type of players and get the ball in their hand in order to beat the good football teams that we aspire to be and those that will be playing late in the January and February. To see Bosa, we've seen pass rushers every week. And you, it's amazing, in December, <clears throat> they're like werewolves. They come out. Because everybody that has one knows that if you can't, if you're great at anything, and you're not great at it in December, you don't last long. This is judgment day. This is when you put up or shut up. Chase Young came back. He gave me more than I could have ever expected. But yet, we still didn't get home enough. Evaluate our D-line, and what happened? Well, you know, I, I just think it's, it's one of those perfect storms. I mean, you know, obviously the, the most important thing was Chase getting out there feeling comfortable, getting more confidence uh, in his knee and his ability to go out there and play at a, at a, at a level that we expect him to. But ultimately, we know that's going to take time with understanding the, the, the extensity of his injury. But when you play, you know, a Kyle Shanahan offense, you know what I mean? They're not going to let – they weren't going to let Allen and Payne beat them. You know, they were going to commit to the run. They were going to commit to the play-action passes. And they were going to make it difficult for them to go out there and make plays and, and take over games like we've seen them do in the past. And, you know, you, like you said, you got to take your hat off to them. And I think uh, Del Rio understood that. And you could see him try to take some chances with some blitz and things like that, that they got called in and Kittle, you know, got free and, and scored some points. Um, and, and so, you know, they get paid too, you know. And, and I think you have to understand that um, as a team, you know, somebody else has to make a play. You know what I mean? And I think of – or not do the stupid play. I look at, uh, at Wild Horse when he got the – you know, they had him pinned down a good kickoff, and then he gets a personal foul. Now they start at the 40. Well, you can't give him 15 yards in that yeah. situation. You know yeah. what I mean? The margin – and you take your strongest unit of your team, your football, special, special teams and defense are supposed to go hand-in-hand, hand, right? So your special teams is a reflection of your defense because more times than not you got linebackers, you got safeties, you got corners – that play most of the coverage unit. So for him to put his defense in a bind by getting in a shoving match at the end of the play, regardless of the circumstances, of you have to understand that the war is bigger than the individual battle right there and to get it, get it on the next try. But, I, you know, I understand that from a game plan standpoint, you know, you have to be, you know, the great thing about that zone running scheme is, you know, whether it's a run or a hard play action, those offensive linemen sell it. And at the moment you think that it's a play action or you think it's a run or you think it's a play action and you and you peak, that's when that big run is going to happen. So from a defensive lineman standpoint, that zone running team puts a lot of stress on you because as soon as you try to go out there and make that play because they do such a good job with them both feeling the same, talking about the run game and the play action game, that, um, you know, it really makes you, you know, stay true to your um, 
fundamentals and your gap integrity because you understand at any second, you know, it could creep you for 40 or 50 yards. And so it's frustrating to play against as a defensive lineman, but it's a national football league. And, you know, sometimes you have to go out there and take the chances in order to make the plays. But um, as it always boils down to every weekend and week out, is you know, they made more plays than we made at the end of it. And we just can't turn the ball over. The one thing that you can look at what Heineke was doing and this offense was doing was protecting the football through this winning streak. And and when you give good offenses and good teams more opportunities to go out there and beat you, they they, they take advantage of that. And so it was a pretty much even game until, you know, that first turnover and then, you know, um, San Fran kind of ran away with it. It is frustrating because you don't feel like you went out there and played your best football as an organization. Um, so hopefully they can get on track this week and understand that they still have a pulse and that we're not going to cut the oxygen off on them yet, and, you know, to get a win and kind of see where it falls from there. Yeah, former the former Cyclops for the Burgundy and Gold, Kendrick, Kendrick Coast and that. I mean, you win with the big one. Y'all up front, man, the unit, and it, it, I've never seen anybody really good without a good D-line and getting one of our soldiers back, and he's back and looks like he's didn't miss a beat. But yet again, us not getting – we're playing against a rookie. That was the other thing that really irritated the hell out of me. We wasn't wasn't playing Joe Montana. You know, you're playing against a rookie. And then we let the tight end, and they got an all-world tight end, and we acted like we didn't know who he was. (laughs) We ain't got nobody manhandling him over his head, right on his head. He's getting free releases and running down the middle of secondary. And I just – I was caught off guard by that. Yeah, I mean, obviously with, with Kittle and, and, and the type of player, all-pro tight end that he is, I mean, you you don't want to allow him to run open. You know, like you said, you want to put a linebacker defensive end on him. You know what I mean? You want to jam him. You want to make sure you have him accounted for. No matter what scheme you're running, whether it's blitzing or man-to-man or zone, you want to make sure you have eyes on him because you understand he's one of those game-changing type players. You know what I mean? But – you know, that being said, I know as defensive players, we always try to figure out where we can get the extra man to kind of cheat a little bit. And, you know, and it really just boils down to eye discipline and understanding, you know, I, I know for a fact when they drew up those defenses and those blitzes throughout the week, they had a guy for him. But, you know, that's why you go out there and play the game and you have to be focused for the entirety of those four quarters because you never know, um, you know, you could be excellent for 30 plays and then you turn one free here we are with a 40-yard touchdown. And so, you know, you take your hat off to them for, for showing them something they thought it was in the offense and, and, and you know, San Fran's offense taking advantage of it. Um, and, and you knew that going into it. Um, but you don't want to get beat by what they do best. And obviously, you know, they were going to try to force feed Kittle the ball and, and they were able to do that. And um, But you also have to respect McCaffrey in that run game because, you know, throughout the years, they understand no matter who they have back there, um, they're going to stay true to it. They're going to run the football. They're going to make sure that you still have to play, you know, gap integrity type football. Yeah, you said it best. And that's probably, for me, what's most frustrating is that it's getting your ribs broke. You're fighting, you know, Joe Frazier, and you give him your ribs. Well, they're going to get broken. I mean, it's like they beat us – at their bet, and we couldn't take it away. We couldn't make them play left-handed. We, you know, Bosa's their animal, and he got to us. So we couldn't even overload to take away their number one player. 
So their number ones beat us. That's frustrating to me because it doesn't appear that we could take away an obvious point of interest. That's to me scheming. So you're telling me we, we didn't scheme up properly? You gotta have a you gotta tell me something other than he just beat us. Yeah, I mean, and, and even if that's the case, I mean, you always got to have a, a plan B, a plan C, to be able to stop one of the premier pass rushers, you know, in the game. You know, I right. mean, it, it, you know, it's, it, you got certain guys that you know they have a feel, and whether that's keeping a back end, keeping a tight end in, or, or or running hard play action at him, you have to have a plan to be able to slow him down, and so. And obviously, at a certain point, that offensive lineman does have to block him, but you, you have to understand the situation. And, and sometimes guys are just better on that day, and they're all professionals. But, you know, you have to be able to understand the moment, understand the situation, and give your guys an opportunity to go out there. And, and it might not be conventional the way you wanted it to be, but at the end of the day, it's just about getting positive yards and putting points on the board. And that can happen a bunch of different ways. You yeah, know what I mean? And, and I think – I think when this team was playing its best football, you know, it might run the ball on third and seven and get eight yards. You know what I mean? Because they were going against what, you know, analytics would tell you. But ultimately, that's all this is, is a cat and mouse in the game. It's a chess game between the offensive coordinator and the defense coordinator. And so you have to understand that, hey, if they got, you know, if they got their nickel in or their diamond, you know, let's just run the ball down their throats and at least we know it's not going to be a negative play. And then, you know, we don't have the option to throw an interception. You know what I mean? And that's what I think this, where this football team is, is understanding, hey, our defense is good enough to win it for us. Let's just not give it away from them. And let's continue to control the, the, the time of possession in order to frustrate the other offensive coordinator and ultimately frustrate uh, the defense because you're just chipping away at him, chipping away at him, running the ball on third down, you know, just doing things that you wouldn't normally do throughout the NFL, but understanding this is who we are as a football team and let's try to, you know, put the ball in our best player's hand and, and slow down that pass rush by running the football, you know. So it's not – it's complicated, but it's also extremely simple. And I think sometimes we try to – you know, make this to be some huge, you know, trigonometry project or problem when really it's just about getting positive yards, especially when you're a defensive-led team playing in a, you know, uh, pretty much a tie, foot, a tie football game at halftime. Yeah, well, I know you've got other things on your mind too, like the Bulldogs and Buckeyes. Uh, any any news? I mean, any anything you want to share with the audience right now? Any predictions before hey, we, we get Sean Springs on? Well, I'm just, you know, and we all know Sean, and we know what Sean's going to do, but all we're doing is sharpening our axe. And we don't need nobody to see it. We don't need nobody to talk about it. We're just going to keep sharpening that axe. So when that ball is kicked, we're going to cut through it like butter. Okay. All right, good deal. Kedrick, man, appreciate the expertise. Thank you so much, man. Awesome. Have a good one, Doc. All right, good deal. Kedrick Golson, Cyclops, dropping knowledge on us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.